<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all yeah. can fight about the binder. No, I'll be the filler the because I'm, I'm gonna feel you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm, I'm great tasting. I'm lasting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, when, when you smoke that cigar, I'm not gonna fall off. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I'll be the binder. You know what I mean? Yeah, he'd be in the middle. I'll be the binder. No. He, he want to be in the middle. It's all good. He want to be in the middle. Ness in the middle. Where you at? In the middle. Ness in the middle. Where you at? In the middle. Go, go, go. Let me flag this spot right here so I know where to edit at. Say your own name backwards. I didn't say my name backwards. I just said how I introduced it backwards. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought you were doing some c- cigar man shit. No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, uh-uh. uh, not not this episode. But if I keep drinking, but um, Inti who I've got my two awesome co-hosts virtually on the either side of me. So on my right, I have. Mr. Sweets in the building. Say what's up, Sweets. Hey, what's up, people? What's going on with y'all? Glad to be back. And to the left, Great we have our sound e- sound engineer man, back checker, pseudo back stretcher, Big Ness in the building. Say what's up, Big Ness. Yeah, what up, what up, what up? How y'all doing this evening? We also have a special guest. My sister has come down with me. I drug her back to Atlanta from Detroit. So my sister's in the house. Say what's up to the people, Land. What's up, everybody? Hey, Lanny. Yeah. What's up, Lanny? Hey, guess where I'll be um, come Friday night, Saturday morning? Where will you be? In Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right, because it's the uh, Cigar, isn't it Cigar Expo or... Something like that, something like that. Whatever it is, I'll be there. (laughs) Well, that's the plan. I haven't really set it in stone, you know what I'm saying? I'll let y'all know for sure, like, Thursday or so. Well, that sounds like a plan, so hopefully I will be seeing my lovely co-host in person. It's always good to see you guys, so... Well, it won't be both of us. Yeah, I have to go to South Carolina. Yeah. So, I take half a co-host. True. You know, hey, just, um, half a co-host? No, I'm. Well, I'm hey, I'm the whole thing. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you done heard about me, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he still can give you them three minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, y'all are silly. Well, I will take one of my co-hosts. As <laughs> I would love to see both of you guys, but 
you know, I understand, you know, life happens. Not always possible to get away, so we gonna The most important one is coming, so, I mean, I guess that's all that really matters. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to argue with that. It's all good. <laughs> you know, Ooh, I'm, 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 I'm going to make you feel good today. Make you feel good today. You're going to make me feel good, Daddy? Uh, so, um, that's a... <laughs> over all of that. I heard half of it. Oh, cool. Oh, that, that's... Domestics. <laughs> nah. So, nah, 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 nah. But how about y'all's weekend? Yeah. What did y'all think about Patty, Patty LaBelle and um and uh my BM Gladys Knight? <laughs> Your baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Patty LaBelle killed it. Did you? See, I, 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 I'm a Patty fan. Yeah, but she didn't sing much. Uh, uh, Gladys Knight was actually singing. Patty LaBelle, she had her like Gladys came with the instrumentals and shit ready to go. Like Patty, she did a lot of singing behind herself, and she wasn't doing a lot of singing. I'm still Patty. That's my girl. I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Gladys. You know, because we we played we played everything in the house, but I'm just I don't know I just I'm a, I'm a Patty fan, mm -hmm. Patty my girl. Yeah, I love Patty too. I just I think for that, you know what I'm saying. If I was going going in, because going in, I didn't really have a choice. I wasn't biased in any way. But then once I got into it, you know what I'm saying, and I seen how Gladys was actually singing. I'm like, okay, well, Gladys singing for real. Like Patty, she kind of really not singing. You know what I'm saying, like. Well, you know, yeah. Patty thinks she can, she's Patty, so I'm going to have to sing. I'm just that diva. I thought it was funny that they kept talking about putting words up on the screen. Like, that was hilarious. I was sad because I, I didn't look at the um, verses. Oh, you did? No, I, I didn't check it out. I, you know, I, I kind of missed that one. It was between that and, you know, saying football. So, yeah, I checked that out. Um, did they bring any um, patty pies? Uh, no. I make She said she had some. So, oh, he said. He said, did they bring any? Did she? Did Patty bring any? Oh God, I hope not. I caught snippets of it. I didn't catch the whole thing, but I was on Patty's side. Yeah, and I, I heard they brought out um Dion Warwick. Yeah, they did. So that was up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I know they're gonna have some um supplies, surprise appearances, but yeah, that was cool. Yeah, they showed a picture of Aretha Franklin watching them uh perform. <laughs> Y'all didn't see that. Really? Yeah. No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a meme yeah. with the little girl with her face all powdered like, yeah. I wanted to be there too, yeah. but I'm dead now, so I can't. Yeah. Oh my God. Sorry, is that too cool? Really? Wow. So they, okay. It was good though, but um, ultimately I think the fans won. But what y'all smoking on tonight? What you drinking on? That drink looked like a tequila sunrise or some something. Stuff. Actually, it is um, papaya juice and vodka. So I went to the farmer's market, okay. my favorite place. So I took my sister there and uh, got some fresh papaya. So I juiced it up and threw some vodka in there for good measures. And it is quite refreshing. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Hey, Lanny, how, how did you like the farmer's market? It was pretty good. It was pretty amazing. Um, she loved it. <laughs> They had a wide range of uh, fruits and vegetables I had never seen before. No doubt. You know, before you go back, make sure you get your seasonings. Well, y'all don't have real fruits and vegetables in Detroit, do y'all? 
<laughs> Here we go. Shots fired. Here we go. Well, yes, we do because we have the greatest uh, farmers market, the Eastern market, compared to y'all troglodytes that don't even farm. So yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Damn, what y'all, what y'all smoking on tonight, though? So you say the um, only thing um, Detroit produces seedless products. They grow this shit in the damn laboratory? Damn, this. Oh, whatever. Oh. I hope they're doing it in the laboratory and not watering it with that Flint water. <laughs> hey, that, that's part of the chemical no, compound we're talking about. That's who I was away. It's all the Don't same. It. It's all the same. Speaking of stuff that you try to say that we get wrong, how's, um, how's uh, Jimmy doing? Huh? How's Jimmy doing? Who are you talking about? Oh, now oh. you ain't even claiming him now? Damn, oh. that That's not his name. <laughs> I sense trouble in the waters. Stupid. Say what? I sense little troubles in the waters. Normally you'd no. have said that first. Now you're like, man, who you talking about? I ain't got nobody. <laughs> nah, I'm just like, you know, usually y'all call him either Forrest Whitaker or Mr. Wilson, so. Yeah, I think Opie is better. Uh, well, no, he is fine. Um, he actually gave me my cigar that I'm smoking on tonight. Oh, okay, that's dope. Oh, yeah, what you smoking? It is a Belmore Maduro. It's a handmade cigar. Um, Bal Balmore. Huh? Balmore. B e l m o r e Belmore. Okay, I was yeah. You know, sometimes you be twisting up your um, your letters, so you know, got to check you. Hey Amen. We just gonna we just gonna gloss over all of that right there. <laughs> so it's um, from the Dominican Republic. I looked it up and I haven't found anything on it yet, but it's a Maduro. Has a wonderful, wonderful earthiness to it. So um, I'm gonna see what this is all about. So what you smoking on, Ness? I'm on a Bardigus. Take. A party. I'm on a party guess right now. Um, I don't know if it's the party gets black. I don't know what it is, but that's what I'm on right now. Okay, what you want, uh, sweets? Well, sweets is smoking um Aladina vintage selection. Okay, that sounds nice. So yes, what do we uh what are y'all pairing that with? What are you pairing yours with, um, Ness? Um I like I said, like we sweet we said earlier, we on this thousand stories, the gold rush red wine. Um it's actually pretty good. Um I'm actually really, really impressed with it. But you know, Sweet's always coming up with some off the wall stuff and he did he, uh, again he came through with a good choice. That's true. Sweets be pulling some stuff. Oh, I meant to, what I meant to say about my vodka, it's not just any vodka. It is eight mile vodka that is made in the city of Detroit. That sounds like it would taste kind of dirty. With Flint water. Uh huh. They use Flint water to process that. I don't think so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's cold filtered in Flint, Michigan. It's really good. I've been impressed because uh who makes Eminem makes that one, the eight mile vodka. So that's his I figured company. that. I figured okay. that. 
Now, but, yeah, uh, that one I haven't heard. Um, so is it? So d- did you like taste the vodka before you actually mix it with anything? Yeah. Okay. I took a great shot of it first. No, the vodka is actually pretty good. The bottle is gorgeous. I just absolutely love it. What would you compare oh, it with? Uh, huh? What would you compare it to? Um. To me, it's up there with you know some of the brand names with a with the Stoli. It's got a good smooth, a smooth taste to it. It's very clean. You know how some you know some of the cheaper brands you get that bite, you get that like bitter aftertaste to it, and this doesn't have it. It's it's very good, and uh, you know when I'm in Detroit, I gotta you know get my Detroit loving on. And so, of course, I bought some Detroit gin, which is not made by Eight Mile Vodka, and a totally separate brand. And I was disappointed because it's it, that is not a good gin at all. What's the name of it? It's called Detroit Gin. Detroit, I mean, well, it ain't like that. Like, I mean, like, what did you expect? Like that? I know I'm serious. That don't sound like janky yeah. to you, like janky promoters and shit. That don't sound like that to you. That sounds like military special. You know, I was all in because, you know, I'm, hey, that's my hometown. Have you ever had military special liquor? Yeah, I have. And it's just like. Right. It's, it's rubbing alcohol. If you get shot, wounded, that's what they give you. You take all the pain away. <laughs> For sure. But I'm just, I guess because I've been, you know, I've drank a lot of great gins, you know, Bombay, Bombay Sapphire. Um, a couple of others. I just expected that gin to have that same quality, and it didn't. It's so it's a rough it's a rough ride from the palate down the throat, and I was not pleased. So um, I'm going to bring that one when I come. Pass the bottle and, um, twist the cap. <laughs> What'd you say? Reminiscing of um, the old song called "Pass the Bottle and Twist the Cap." Mm. Um, the dude from. No, I'm gonna bring them both down when I come, so y'all can uh, test them out for yourselves and tell me what you think. Yeah, what's it, Fred Durst? Hmm? He played in House Party too. No doubt, no idea. I'm not in the mood to be thinking about stuff right now. Come on, man, you gotta think, dude. Don't, don't, don't let your brain go to mush. Uh, he was in that uh, rock group that um. Did a duo with Red Man and Method Man? Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. The, oh, lead, the okay. lead singer. Yeah, Fred Durst. Okay, so you know he was a rapper before he ascended yeah. to that. Yeah. So he was in that song called Twist um yeah, yeah, Bottom Twist the Cap. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you went all the way around to get back to that? Just to get back to that, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Good looking out. You know it's, all good. it's all good. Sometimes you gotta take the scenic route. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. Gotta... I mean you know I ride a slow bus, man. Come on, man. Damn. <laughs> but we didn't have to get that slow bus, which is what we trying to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Because hey, every now and then I want some company. I need some company. He just, Shit. He just kidnapped us for five minutes of our life or nothing. Pretty much. <laughs> but no, I'm saying, but before it was Lip Biscuit, it was um, Young Black. Young Black something. Listen, we don't give a fuck. So, anyways, listen. <laughs> I'm going to sit back and drink my damn wine. Wow, I guess we're, I, I we're mean, changing topics. We're changing topics. <laughs> A transition, just shut the fuck up. And now we're talking about this. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. But uh, 
Seriously, Lainey, you not you not smoking tonight? No, I quit smoking three years ago. So, would you date a guy that did smoke cigars? Oh, I could care less if somebody else smoked. I just don't do it. Word. Yeah, right. If you want to smoke, that's your business. Right. So you said if I want to smoke, that's my business. So you kind of saying that we got a chance. You know what I mean? I like that. That's dope. I like that. <laughs> I just need a crack in the door. That's it. Any, that's the it. smallest cracker. <laughs> Small, hey, that's opportunity. You know what I'm saying? The I mean, smallest chance. I mean, if oxygen got, can get up under there, yeah, I got a chance. Hey, you turn it. You, if that light green, I'm gonna go ahead and hit the gas. You know what I mean? Like I gotta get through there. But yeah, um, even if it's the opposite track that got green light, he's still gonna hit the gas. <laughs> What? I can smoke. Okay, we good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I um, so what y'all want to talk about, man? Okay, I have to ask y'all. Y'all know I'm usually not a TV watcher, but this one show I'm like totally addicted to. What's the name of it again? <laughs> Lovecraft. I knew you was gonna say that. I knew you was gonna say that when you said this one show. I knew that's what you was gonna say. <laughs> but you know that's by uh, Jordan Peele, right? Yes, and you I can tell it. what show. It's called Lovecraft Country. Check it out. Like okay. it's weird, but it's check it out. Crazy, okay, but it's amazingly good. It is so fucking weird, but I just love it because it's something is not that typical black story. You know what I'm saying? It has elements of our struggle, and I and I and I appreciate that and I respect that. But when it just adds the magic and, you know, and the the uh, couple of shots out to uh, Freemasonry Prince Hall. Yeah. I can see that. 
It's so I come over for dinner like, hey, Miss Bassett. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so have you seen past the first episode, Ness? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Then I won't say nothing because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, don't okay. don't say nothing because I'm going to probably watch two episodes tomorrow. No doubt. When I get home from work. should have bought two bottles. Yeah, you should have. That's just not going to last. Yeah, you should have because I'm in a drinking mood tonight. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's on. Yeah. But nah, that show is definitely uh, highly, highly recommended. People you get a chance, check it out again. Put the kids to bed before you watch that one because it is not for the little ones. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. It is not. It's some very adult, adult content. Um, you know, I liked how they balanced out the racialness in it. Like they yeah. showed the struggle because it's, you know, places based in like the fifties or something like that, right? Yeah, fifties, late forties, early fifties. Yeah, yeah, no, Korea, so yeah. it was early fifties. Early fifties. So um like so you see the struggle where black people are. Um Sundown County. Yeah, Sun oh yeah, they they really emphasize that Sundown County for sure. But um you see that part, but it's not the main part of the story. It's in there because it's the time period. You know how sometimes they'll have a time period and they're only representing one segment and you're not seeing the whole picture of what's happening to yeah, yeah. people in, in that time period. Yeah, you only one, see it from a certain perspective. In this show, the time period is kind of like a character of the show also. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that's kind of what makes it, you know. what I'm saying gives it that added little element to it. He did a really good job, man. I, 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 yeah. So far, so far, everything that he's done so far um, that I know of, I've liked so far that he's done. Yeah, absolutely. And the soundtrack is amazing. Like I am so great on the soundtrack. Um, the juxtaposition of the, you know, the hip hop music with the the time period. I love it. It's stroke of genius. Um, the only beef that I have is with the remake of Cinnamon by Nina Simone. Whoever's doing that song, I, I ain't happy with. Oh, I ain't like, heard that yet. Huh? I ain't heard that yet. What episode is that on? It's on the it's it's plays on the ending credits. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too I'm not too thrilled about their rendition. I'm a devout like Nina Simone purist. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not garbage, but I mean, it's yeah, yeah, you um, gotta have some chops. Not even chops. You just gotta have a whole lot of street cred to come off with Nina. Like, yeah, but that's just me. So, um. I think I'm done with my rant. So where are we with our cigars? Have y'all Damn, been already? The yet? That, that was your rant? Yeah, I thought you was just getting warmed up. <laughs> well, since y'all haven't seen the other episodes, I really can't go into it. What's the name of the song? Why not? Huh? What's the name of the song? Cinnamon. Cinnamon by uh, Nina Simone. Um, okay, so. Oh, somebody named Alice Smith. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah mean, I don't. I don't know who she is. But. So yeah, this, this first third has been very, very flavorful. Um, I say once again, I'm smoking the Aladina 
vintage, um, vintage selection. Uh, it's a really good, uh, really good cigar. It's a Rothschild. So construction is pretty good. Burn is good. Pull is good. So you know, I'm gonna keep smoking and try to get some more of these flavors. So so far, like cedar, hay, a little bit of cream, walnuts. Um, but it's a very, it's not a strong burn, but it's like a great, you know what I'm saying? This is a, this is a really good burn. It's like a quality cigar. Mm. Right. So, so far, so good. You know what I'm saying? The first third. So once we get to the halfway point, then i definitely give it a better grade. Well, I mean, a better um, description. Except, you know what I'm saying? Grade, but yeah, description. What about you, fact checker? Yeah. Back stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, this is doing this is doing pretty good. I've had I've actually had one of these before. Um, I got a quick little special. Um, I had got a special on these. Um, I don't even know where it came from, but I got a special on it and uh, got a good little deal. Like a matter of fact, I got a good deal on these a while ago, um, probably about like three years ago, and I actually still have some of, some of it in my humidor still, from like three okay. years ago. But this isn't one of those. This is a newer one. I just got these in today, and I always got to crack them open as soon as I get one in. And yeah, but I really like it. It's giving some nice chocolatey notes. Um, you can taste a little bit of cedar in it, a um, little bit of cinnamon. It's, it's, it's nice. Um, I probably had to give you a little more of a breakdown in a little bit later. But yeah, what about you, Nessa? Queen Nessa? Um, I am. I think this one might go in my first cigar as a wet paper bag. Oh, damn. A word? Yeah, I know, right? Like, I mean, nothing? Um, it's sure. a one-trick pony right now. It's just, it's really strong, very peppery. Um, not pulling any other notes. I mean, it's got a good burn. Um, the construction is very well made, but the taste is not hitting for me okay. at all. I'm enjoying it because I've had a hell of a day and I wanted to smoke. <laughs> but um, Mr. Wilson needs to do better. Tell him to get his game uh, on. Uh, well, he didn't know what he was picking. He just, uh, you, you do know, you know that for sure. Huh? I said, do you know that for sure? Well, that's what he said when he gave them to me. He had picked um, three cigars. Like, he bought two of each, and this was one of the ones that he picked. So I told him I was smoking on the show tonight. Okay, it's like tell me how you really feel about me. Okay, so it's kind of like, well, never mind. The choice against him. I mean, because I know he's a novice. Like he's yeah, more of a novice than I am. Him. Hey, listen, I'm glad you brought that up because I got a question that I been, that I want to ask y'all. Uh oh. All right, so Nessa. Your first yes. date. I'm gonna ask you first because you know we ask sweets. It'll be a three minutes three minutes of silence. But I'm gonna ask you first so he can think about his answer. <laughs> so, wow, that's so, fired. So, am I lying? Wow, I am not that bad. Okay, I get the vague part. That's about it. You'll be like, um, um, shoot, good question. Uh, yeah, um, uh. But no, Nessa, say it's your first date. Uh-huh. God takes you out on the first date. The, 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 uh, and then 
you get ready to smoke a cigar, he decides he wants to smoke one with you. What do you give him? What do I give him? What do you give him to smoke? Is he a smoker or is this the first time? Uh, let's say he's a novice. Okay. Oh, well, if he's a novice, then um, uh, we would go in the humidor together and I'd be like, um, you know, ask him a couple questions. Does he like strong flavors? Does he like something more mild? And then, um, you know, kind of gauge it from there. Like, you know, my first go-to is The King is Dead. That is like my, my, that was like the first cigar that I bought when I went into a cigar shop. So that one I like. You'd recommend and that I to him? I think it was a good starter cigar for me. So I would probably recommend that one. Mm. But, um, yeah, I would start with that, especially if they don't, they're really not. They don't know their palate yet. They really don't know what they're into, so. All right, let's say he does know his palate, but he forgot his cigars at the house. Then what? Then if I have mine, then it's like, you know, I don't have a problem sharing, but I'm gonna pick mine first because I'm gonna get what I want out of my humidor. <laughs> so then you don't matter what he gets. So yeah, after I pick out what I want, like y'all know my favorite is the Amendola. Is it Amadola that I say it right? The dessert cigar that I love. Yeah, yeah, Amadola, yeah. So, like, that I'm not sharing because I only got one left, so nobody's getting that one. You want to share because you don't want to smoke half of it. Whatever, shut up. So, so, <laughs> so hold on. So, uh, so, while Sweets is still thinking, when you go out on a date, um, do, you carry, do you carry cigars with you just in case? Not always. Um, if I know we're planning on maybe hitting the bar, the cigar bar, then I'll, I'll bring mine. But um, we don't know. I don't always plan on going there. Like today, you know, I was supposed to go out uh, to the slutty vegan, but we forgot that it was closed today. So, you know, we're going tomorrow. What about you, Sweets? You still thinking? <clears throat> well, Let me see. Well, now you're just going to drag it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if you want to say shit, you know, say about it. Um, Don't worry about but it. No, Everything if, if, he's saying now for the next 10 minutes is getting, getting edited out, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, okay. Well, shit, I'm just going to sit here for a minute then. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, no, nah, if, if, if I'm going out on a date and they are a novice, uh, if I have it on me, it would definitely be the um, us, us, um, the asylum, um, the cycle. I think that's a, that's a good stick for somebody who never smoked to start on. Um, reason okay. being that it, it has a, a decent flavor. It's not too heavy, not too strong. So something for them to like, um, kind of get their palate wet on. And it's a nice pulling and a smooth um, smoking stick. If they do smoke. Um, then it becomes a little bit, I guess, uh, more involved because then I'm actually, you know, saying if they like Maduro's or Habanos or stuff like that. Um, if they've been, you know, saying smoking for a little while. So then, then, then it'll be either like a um, San Latinos 
Um, if they like a lot of stick. Um, but if you like like a Maduro or something like that, um, uh, what is it called? Trotted Oak Maduro. The um, uh, uh, Connecticut Broadleaf. Oh, okay. So yeah. the, that that would be a nice treat. All right, sounds good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. What would you do? Uh, I'm sorry. Were you? I, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure. Were you finished? Uh, sweets. My bad. I ain't want to cut. No, no, no. That was it. Yeah, we good. Okay. Um. What about you, Ness? First date, taking somebody to the cigar bar. Um, they don't have their cigars. What would you? What would you suggest? Uh, I probably I probably look into like something like a leather rose or a, a, a fat bottom Betty or crazy Alice or something something that's got like a sweeter tip on it you know what I'm saying um, right just because I think those are kind of good beginner sticks you know for somebody because you know I think the I think the, the the actual even if it's a mild stick I think the the the, the first inhale of a cigar is kind of <clears throat> kind of strong you know what I'm saying so if you give it a little bit of a sweet tip to it you know what I'm saying I think that might ease it up for him a little bit. Um, so that'd probably be what I do, or something like a Java Java Men or something like that. Yeah, um, I think that'd yeah. be it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a flavored cigar. I could see doing a flavored cigar. Yeah, or okay. even one of the Nub Cafes, something like that. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Something th- maybe with a chocolate or, um, yeah. or a coffee. Coffee, or like, yeah. But I think one thing about the Nubs is they smoke just as long as if you're smoking like a 660 or something like that. So kind of be, got to be careful with that too because shit, you might wear them out. Just, you know what I'm saying? Thumb smoking that. Yeah. Well, we that got... acid wouldn't be too bad. An acid is a little bit of a shorter uh, Yeah, smoke. acid like a Kuba Kuba or something like that. Yeah. Or acid one. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was just something I was um, thinking about. Um, Lenny, how long are you staying in, that, in Atlanta? I'm staying until the 24th. 24th. Oh. Next, next week. Next yeah, Thursday. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's interesting because I'm actually off until the 24th. I don't go back to work until the 25th. Just a little piece oh. of information that I thought I would share with you real quick. You know Day trip. I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know. Bring it on. That's what's up, fellas. Come on up. You know what I'm saying? We can have a little party at Nessa House, you know, and Nessa can record, you know what I mean? Like, Jesus. <laughs> so, so, Lainey, did you did you smoke cigars or you just smoke like weed and stuff like that? No, I smoked cigarettes <laughs> for you over twenty years. After high school. After high school. Yeah. After high school. Yeah. I was playing ball in high school. Oh yeah, that's true. It's okay. High school, but after high school. Okay. Oh, you played ball? Softball, yeah. Oh. Oh, okay, that's dope. That's mm-hmm. dope. Um. But yeah, have uh, have it have I mean, you know, being that we're all you know cigar smokers, um, have y'all ever thought about rolling y'all's own cigars? Actually, yeah, I um, love that. I I'm a crapper. Y'all know me. That I would love, be cool. That would be so cool. I, I, I would I would totally do that. What about you? Would you guys roll your own? Yeah, I actually um, I wouldn't mind getting a kit. Cause they they have the starters kit, um, like fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah I you almost know, bought that about a year or so ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's something that you can definitely just try to get into, just to roll and, and see how how rolling actually is, and smoke your own cigar. Yeah. So. All right. So, what we need to do is each we all need to buy a kit and like 
do that live. We should actually video that one. That should be a, like our first video is us, all three of us trying to roll our own cigars. I think that would be awesome. That sounds like a plan. That's a good idea. See, that's what you should edit. <laughs> no, no, no. We ain't editing nothing. No, we going to keep the fuck-ups and the bloops and the oops all and all of that. All the good stuff. Man, you better smoke that thing and this fall apart. <laughs> but no, no, actually, um, no, that 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 is a, a pretty decent idea. Um, and I I think for a couple of reasons. No, um, but yeah, you know, what I'm saying definitely getting that. I and I think it's going to show the appreciation for people that actually roll for a living. The um, the, the artistry, yeah, the artistry, the skill, and everything else that goes into rolling cigar. Um. And and also, you know, saying with you know, saying rolling on cigars, now you can put the type of tobacco you want in there. So it will give you a chance to like give you, you know, saying so you can learn your, the flavors that you do like. And when you're ordering cigars, once you figure out, you know, saying the different type of leaves, um, you know, people talk about rappers like they know the difference between the Habanos and the Maduros and Corojos, Corojos and stuff like that. Once you get your hands on it, then they'll definitely give you a different perspective of what this wrapper uh, binder, you know, saying the fillers it really are. Um, I, I, and since we are talking about you no know, rolling on cigars, I have a trivia question for the both of y'all. Um, okay. What is the what is the best leaf to put on the? Um, oh what, yeah, what's the best leaf to use for what part of the cigar? What you mean? Well, you got your feeling. Oh, like different kinds. You mean like rapper. different country? You mean like no? Something? You mean like seco and all that? No, no. Just like if if you have, you know, saying when, when you when you rolling your own cigars, you're supposed to have like three different um, uh, sections. You know, saying because you got your wrapper, you got your binder, you got your filler. Right. So which one would you choose for which one? Well, like wh which one would you choose for your wrapper? Huh? Like your bigger, flatter leaf, your uh, outer leaf. That's that's gonna be your wrapper, right? Because that's right. the leaf you want it to be the biggest. It's gotta be the most flexible, right? And but it has, also has to be strong because it's holding the wrapper and the filler. Not necessarily, but okay, yeah, we can go with that. So and then, like depending on your fillers, I would say, are you using um, a whole? You know, like. A, a whole leaf filler, or are you using, you know, the choppy bit filler? No, we don't use no choppy bit fillers. We ain't you doing know. no white owls and no swisher sweets. Uh -huh. We mess with that trash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we only we only do whole leaves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That stuff that they sweep off off the ground. I mean, much. now if if you're talking about top premium cigars, the one that they sweep off the ground for lesser price, it's not bad. But I, I guess like for your your filler, okay. For example, it, it'll probably be the ugliest leaf that they have in there because that's what you're smoking. Even though it's it's a good quality, they might have holes in there. Um, it might you know say it might not look that great. You know, saying for your binder, it might be some that it, it it doesn't matter. But that the best leaf to actually put on the wrapper is the prettiest leaf because. You know, saying you do want your cigar to have a type of appearance of, of appeal. 
So right. you're going to put the prettiest, prettiest leaf out the batch on the outside of it. So listen, if we were a cigar being rolled right now, who would be the binder? Who would be the filler? <laughs> and like who would that. be the wrapper? Okay, 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 okay. Hey, you know what? I'll be I'm the filler. Sorry, I would be the wrapper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all yeah. can fight about the binder and no. the filler. I'll be the filler the because I'm, I'm going to feel you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm great tasting. I'm lasting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, when, when you smoke that cigar, I'm not going to fall off. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I'll be the binder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he be in the middle. I'll be the binder. No. He, he want to be in the middle. It's all good. He want to be in the middle. Pause. 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 Ness in the middle. Where you at? In the middle. Ness in the middle. Where you at? In the middle. Go. 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 Ness is in the middle. Let me flag this spot right here so I know where to edit at. No, no, no. What I was going to say, which is coming out all wrong now, was that because I would pull everything no. together. But never mind. We're editing this part out anyway. Okay, but yeah. No, 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 no. We're no, no. But you know, what I'm saying, no. but when you are rolling, now the binder does give us give it give the cigars form. Yeah, the wrapper, the, the binder does give the cigars form. So. If you say that, you know what I'm saying, you bring us together like Voltron, you give us our form, yeah. then, you know what I'm saying, that's cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. see how, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like I don't like that idea. Now. I'm not, <laughs> no, no, that's you're in the middle. <laughs> but, but see, I don't know if they want to see my ass on the outside, though. <laughs> You know, I don't know if they want to see you on the outside either, hey, so, I hey. Put, I put my ass on the outside. I don't care about that. Um, I'm the prettiest of the three of us. You so definitely are, but. Yeah, you, you're definitely the prettiest of the three of us, but somebody's got to go in the middle, and it's going to yeah. be you. I can assure you that, my love. <laughs> Lainey's holding the camera. No, 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 no. I got something for Lainey to hold. Oh, so, shit. listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> y'all laugh, but I'm joking. So while y'all fighting about who's going to be the binder and the filler... Where are y'all in y'all uh, in y'all cigars? Y'all should be probably hey, well into your second, third. I'm we'll smoking the shit out this one. Hey, this Aladina, and yeah, I'm 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 taking first. So this is the Aladina um, vintage vintage select. Um, it's produced by JRE Cigars out of um, Honduras. So this is kind of a special cigar, especially for the price. It's a Habano wrapper, Howard Doran. Am I saying it right? Am I having too much to drink already? Honduran. The Honduran Corojo binder and filler. These particular cigars, they were rolled in 2015. And they were aged since then. And they just released them this year. So a couple, I think in July, I actually talked about these. Um, as far as like some of the new releases. So it's been sitting there for like five years before they actually set them out to sell. And um, I say it's, it's, a, it's a nice smoke. Is slight, flavorful, great burn. Um, they're only six dollars a piece. It's a great price. It's a great price point. Um, so you can get them either singles or if you want to buy a box, they come in a box of fifty. These are Rothschild, so they're four and a half by forty-eight. Um, but they come in a box of fifty for about I think about three hundred something like that. But which is not bad though, because you're getting fifty cigars right, for that right. for that amount and. Not only is it great everyday smoke, even on special occasions, it's still a nice smoke. Um, you I, said it's how much about? I, th I think three sixteen. 
For 50? For 50. I mean, that's a lot of cigars, but... That's a lot of cigars, yeah. And that's that's, that's, that's kind of cheap, though. It's not bad, yeah. When you think about it, it's like, you know what I'm saying, if we split it up, that's like one something a piece for like 25. So, um, you know what I'm saying, and it's not bad. And, you know what I'm saying, um, at one time these were like uh, some Cuban vintage cigars, too. So they have a nice history um, that comes along with them. So good smoke. Um, good job, JRE, Aladina, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Keep it smoking over here. Oh, okay. okay, what about you, Nessa? Um, well, this Belmore, I'm, I'm doing a little bit more reading on it. Um, it is originally from the Dominican. Um, and like I said, it, oh, it's a it's a puro, so everything is coming from uh, the Dominican Republic. Uh, aesthetically, I love it. It's very well made. It is. Um, I I've just yeah, it's not a wet paper bag. It's a burnt paper bag. It's a burnt. Like I'm not I'm not a fan of the flavors. Um, I enjoy it because it's a good smoke. But to temper down the pepperiness, I'm glad I have a sweet drink. I gotcha. So it hasn't gotten better as it got to the midpoint, like past the first thirds, nothing. For me, it, it hasn't. Like, I thought the pepper kind of chilled, the pepperiness kind of chilled out in the um, in the second third. But now it seems like it's, it's kind of back even stronger. So... Um, yeah, like I said, I like I said, I love everything else about it, but I'm just not, I'm just not feeling this one this this time around, guys. This is like my first one, and I'm like kind of shocked. So the <laughs> Be- Belmore, that's it, Belmore. Yep, Belmore. The Belmore gets the wet paper bag award for the night. It Sorry, Belmore. Does. We need a sound Sorry, effect guys. for that. I need to come up with a sound effect for that yeah. next show. We're gonna have a sound effect for that. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, we yeah. should a sound Absolutely. a sound emoji, yeah, sound yeah. emoji. Damn, yeah. I'm not gonna say meme tonight, but meme. <laughs> <laughs> you so know what? Where you at with yours? That, who me? Oh, um, shoot! For some reason, I'm still like ha- only halfway through this thing, um, and I've been smoking on it pretty hard. It must be just a long smoke, longer smoke, but I like it. I really like these. Um, like I said, I had these about, I, I got these about like three years ago and I just left them in my humidor. And okay. then one day I was just roaming through there for something to pull out and I pulled one of these out and I was like, whoa, I'm really impressive. You know what happened was we got a brother that we sometimes we give cigars to. And so that's what happened. I was digging in my the bottom of my humidor thinking that I was about to give him some. But then I tried it out. I'm like, yeah, no, you're not getting these. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, yeah. But but you know what the, the I'm looking at the ash on it and the burn and it looks like it has a nice ash on it as yeah. far as the color you know what I'm saying yeah um it's kind of kind of light light gray yeah it has a nice little oily wrapper to it too you know what I'm saying so okay I I can see why you want to keep that one to yourself I'm not I'm not gonna call you Indian giver I'm just like hey man self well, affairs Indian giver if I didn't give it to him I was just saying yeah I'm not gonna call you I'm gonna say this self affairs Indian giver he's a Native American yeah see look at that he he over here being racist on the show you know what I'm saying like shut up whatever hey yes don't make me come on now now but yo no you know what though this leads me I'm glad y'all said something 
uh, the suite said something about those those uh, sticks that he just spoke about for um, 50 of them for 300 and some dollars. Because my celebrity smoke of the evening is my guy who's been in every movie that you've ever watched in your life. He's in there somewhere, somehow. Sam? <laughs> He might be standing Jackson. on the counter, on the corner. He might be in your local store, but he's going to be in that movie. Whatever movie you can think of, he's in there. I promise you. But um, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. But his cigar that he likes to smoke is the David off Year of the Rat. Um, and okay. those those are very exclusive. You said um, what now? The David off Year da- of David off David off whatever. I should Davidoff. be correcting you, not me Davidoff. of all people. I, yeah, right. Yeah, the Davidoff, <laughs> the Davidoff year the rat um, is his uh, his go to smoke. Um, those That's are actually those are actually like forty dollars per stick. Um, okay, and uh, they I think they only come in boxes of ten. I mean, of course you can get like singles and five, but I, right. I think the highest box box count they got is like a ten count. So if you wanted to buy a box of ten, then it would be you know, four hundred big ones for you. Um, but apparently it's really worth it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, they've actually been putting these out for the last eight years, and it's, you know, the year of the rat is a play from the Chinese Zodiac, of course. I'm sure, you, you know, most people would know right. that. But um, um, it's a blend of Nicaraguan and Dominican tobaccos, um, and uh, it's said to have, to have balanced notes of roasted nuts, dried fruit, espresso, spice, and cedar. Like I'm lightweight turned on just reading that part, you know. Well, yeah, just for reading that part. So, yeah, no doubt. So, um, yeah, that's our celebrity smoke, um, and uh, I definitely plan to try one of those out. Maybe we should think of, you know, investing in a box of those for our um, year anniversary or something. That's cool. Um, I want to make one correction. A uh, box of fifty is two sixty nine. Oh, that's so, even better. That's even better. Well, that's, that's even yeah, better. that's a that's a sale right there. That's yeah. even better. Yeah. Um, so now these these are cool, you know what I'm saying? These really are nice. Yeah. So that that drops it down to like what, four dollars or some change? Five dollars? Five dollars per per stick? I know, right? Yeah. That's a, that's so what a good we deal. should do? I like I like your idea, Ness, that we should um, all pick a cigar to smoke for our year anniversary because I'm sure it's coming up like really, 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 really soon. So hold so on. You, yeah. Go ahead. Huh? I was gonna say, are we gonna do the year anniversary from when you joined, or are we gonna do the year anniversary of the SOP? Like, which one would y'all rather do? Both, or, or we could just great reasons to smoke. Or we, or we could just, you know what I'm saying, make it, you know, just one anniversary, and we'll just forget about the episodes that you weren't on because the show really didn't. It was horrible before you got on, so. That is true. <laughs> wow, <laughs> really? Word? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go to the corner. Go to your corner. <laughs> yeah, you definitely want time out. I think it's great. I think it should be the anniversary that the three of us came together. I think that should, uh, should Of course be she would say that because she want to be a part of it. Exactly. Lying like a motherfucker. <laughs> we, can, we can say October 30th. I'm cool with that. And I'll just act like I've been with the show the whole time. No biggie. It's hey, good. Because hey, I'm sure people that listen like, now, they wasn't listening back then, I'm sure. It was horrible. See, exactly. So it was only like eight people listening before I got on. So that's a fact. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Don't worry. That's a fact. That's a fact. But, um, no, but seriously, we should pick a cigar like from the celebrity ones because you've been all year like doing all the celebrity ones. So we should pick a celebrity that we want to do the most and get that cigar and smoke it on our anniversary. 
Well, the thing about the year of the rat is those are very exclusive. Those are hard to come by. So I don't know if we'd be able to get in. I, uh, I, no, I have an idea. Um, okay. Oh, sweet. Sounds an idea. Yay. Yeah. You should have a sound effect for that when I have an idea. Yeah, because <laughs> it is going to be a dumb sound effect because your ideas are usually dumb. Hey, true. <laughs> it's true. They're good. Yeah. Um, but it will it, it will be a dab it off. Um, the late hour. Uh, why that one? I I just think that's a really good cigar. Um, I think it's distinguished, and I, I think we're some distinguished people, regardless how dumb I am and how smart y'all are. You in the middle of this. Sometimes you're dumb, sometimes you're smart. Oh, okay. All right. But, um, <laughs> All right. Wait, think, no, no, no. no let's, now, be fair. Let's be fair. Like, Sweets is not dumb. Like, you do some I, stupid shit, but oh, you yeah. are not dumb. No, I <laughs> And everybody who, everybody who does stupid shit is not, they're not dumb. No. Like, you do silly shit, you do stupid shit. Oh, yeah, all you day. You do shit that makes us question your moral fiber, but you are not dumb. <laughs> so you think about question my moral fiber, I have no morals. So. <laughs> exactly, that's why we question it. Like, hey, see, Dave. You go. Yeah, he got there it. You go. There you go. Here, here you go. That's going to be it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be it from here on out. Wait, what was this? I didn't hear the sound effect. Yeah, you probably won't be able to hear it now, but. We're gonna. You, I'm gonna play it for you after we get done. Okay, bet. But absolutely, like no, like like for real people, like Sweets comes up with a lot of great topics for us. Um, he is very knowledgeable about what's going on in the cigar world. Like Sweets is is not dumb, but yeah, some dumb, of the shit dumb, you do, bro. Dumb. Love you and the Lord, no, woo woo. But uh, I mean, you know, Dumbo wasn't dumb either, but. <laughs> So now we're getting now we're now we're being open on this episode. I know, right? Now he's like, well, yeah. But yeah, nah. um, What else you got to talk about? Sweet city cigar news. Um, That's what actually. um, or you know, I I, I think that they're probably got their their tails between their legs right now. since they did lose um, that court ruling from last week, which is, like I said, that that is really, really awesome um, for us. Um, I know that for kicks, they came up with, um, I'm sorry, four kicks is crown heads. So they brought out four kicks. The one that they recently brought out was the one that it's called the Los Cavanas, if I'm pronouncing it right. This particular one they brought out a couple of years back, and it was just one of those uh, boutique um, special edition cigars. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they brought, you know, saying they brought it back again, and now they're making it on a regular. It's supposed to be really, really, really good. Um, so that's one thing that that um, people can get. So it's the, definitely the the four kicks um, cigar. Uh, Let's see what else is going on out there in the world. Like, you know, saying bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Um, okay, so the international rollout for Daniel Marshall anniversary cigar. Okay, so Ooh. this is a Fuente. This is a 38th anniversary cigar. Um, and it's being allocated to 38 of the world top tobacconists 
and looks like it's only in a certain location and it's coming out like once every year mm. you know um one cigar that i would definitely recommend people getting a charter oak connecticut broadleaf it's just awesome if you never had it try it awesome cigar Awesome. Y'all awesome. text me that one, sweets. I've never tried that one. That sounds no. really good. And those are Drew Estates, I believe, right? Uh, you know what? I gotta look that up. Fat checker, man, get on your job. Fat checker. Fat now, checker. Since okay. you're talking about um, different tobaccos, and we were talking about roll your own. Um, have you ever considered, like, if you feel like you're so accomplished that you would want to attend uh, an institution of higher learning to further expand your tobacco skills, they actually have a tobacconist university. Did y'all mm-hmm. know that fun nah, fact? Nah, where's that at? This one Nicaragua or somewhere? Is, huh? In Nicaragua or somewhere? You got to study abroad for that, don't you? Yeah, you do have to study uh, another place for that. You, yeah, study abroad. Um, and it is a curriculum almost like um, a sommelier for, like, wine. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's, it's a, a, a similar concept applied oh, to tobacco. A what? Sommelier? Yeah, sommelier. Did I, okay. I pronounce that right? Yeah, you said it right, but you got to break okay, it down for know. people that, like what, me. Yeah, explain to people what that is exactly. So a sommelier is a person that goes to school to learn about wines and they learn about um, the different regions that they come from and they're able to identify uh, the different types according to the smell, the bouquet, um, the flavor, and identify the notes. Actually, there is a very good movie and it is a black movie and it's called Court. And it's about um, a yeah, black man that wants to be a sommelier, yeah. and what he has to go through to go through school. And you guys would like it because Courtney B. Vance is also. Yeah, I'm about to say, movie. yeah, because he's the dad. He's the dad in that. Because it's the son. It's the son because he wants the son to run his store for. I mean, his uh, barbecue shop. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen that. And I thought that was another great movie because because again, it gives. Um, it's a multi-dimensional story to um, black story. It's not just that stereotypical father wants him to take over the business and son don't want to take over the business. He want to be out in the streets. Exactly. Because yeah. he out there, you know, running the dope game or whatever. Right. But, right. and I love the ending. The ending is great and I'm yeah. not going to spoil it for y'all. Yeah. So, um, I think the ending is is like a really great ending in how everything works out. Let me tell you a little a bit of piece of a, a little piece of juicy information that y'all probably Ooh, didn't know. We have a we have a brother of ours who his wife is one of the few black Samanye women in the United States. That is awesome. Yeah. Seas. Did you know that? Hmm. Yeah. His wife is one of the very few. I want to say she's one of two, but I don't want to quote it wrong, so I'm going to say one of the very few in the United States. Very few is safe. Yeah. That is amazing. That is awesome. But it makes you think, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it would be nice if there was to be a lot, a little bit more of us. Uh, I mean, of y'all. I'm sorry, black women. To you know what I'm saying? You know, get into that a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? So we can but take I over think that. Now, with all the craziness in 2020, I think um, that is one of the silver linings from all of this foolishness that you are really seeing people of color, not just black people. But all people of color are really branching out into fields that were usually traditionally held by only one culture. Yeah, that's a fact. Because I seen something in one of the one of the um, one of the groups that I'm in. I seen where a husband and wife they got their gun manufacturing license or whatnot or uh, patent, where they can manufacture their own gun now. Okay. I thought that was super dope when I seen it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, it, it, it's in one of those Facebook groups. I have to show it. I have to send it. I mean, show it to y'all. I mean, show y'all the group. But yeah, it's it's pretty dope. And that's I think you're actually in the group, actually. Oh no, did you already put liquor in it? Yeah. Oh man. Okay, my bad. <laughs> so this is my uh, eight mile. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, you might have to bring that down here with you. Oh yeah, if there's some left, because you know I'm I'm. I'm moving through it pretty good, but I'm going to save it and make sure that uh, I can bring it down for you guys. No doubt. Well, I'll be up there, so. Well, yeah, so when you come up, definitely, so. Yeah. And yeah. I'll let you taste the gin, so tell me what you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like gin, but uh, the vodka, yeah, I'm good. Like, uh, so, I like tequila. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna, I want you to do that later on. We're going to say that. We're going to say that one. We have to record that. that yeah, we're going to say that. For, for sound. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, anything else y'all got to talk about tonight? Um, Actually, you know what? I'm really surprised that Vanessa didn't bring this up. You know, recently, um, all the women celebrated that they actually, you know, saying got their right to vote. I think last month or beginning of this month, y'all no, were. We yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I'm sorry. I was I was ranting on so many other things. Other that... things, yeah. So I want to say that you know, saying um, there was a lot of people that was involved in that. I'm not gonna quote the dates because I don't have it in front of me, but you know, saying among other things like for um, you know, saying black people not having the right to vote, women didn't have the right to vote either. You know what I'm saying? So that was something that, that, that just happened. Um, we haven't talked about 9-11 because that was uh, Friday that... Um, was almost 20 years. Holy cow. And you know something, that, something I don't think that people even realize is that I think black women are the most disenfranchised people on this earth right now. I mean, period. You know what I'm saying? They've always been. Um, but yeah, go ahead. What you were saying about 9-11? But no, you're, I agree with you on that. Um, we are. And I think that um, that dynamic is now starting to change. Yeah. Um, black women are making so many strides in, in business and so many other uncharted fields. And we are really making a name for ourselves. But, you know, that that one stigma that still seems to to stick is that that stereotypical um, angry black angry woman. Angry black woman, yeah. And that, even for myself, like um, my 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 work experience and my professional career. I mean, I know I have a mouth. I do. Ain't no ain't no fronting. 
and I'm very passionate about doing what is is best for all parties involved. Like, you know, a lot of people have agendas. I, I don't have hidden agendas. That's just not me personally. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. Of course, I have goals and aspirations like everybody else. But my goals and aspirations do not trump on other people because I don't need to exist that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's enough shine for everybody. So there's no reason for me to turn mine down. So, and I think for people that um, that have been conditioned to turn their shine down for whatever reason, when they see uh, not, only, not only women, but black women not turning down their shine, not, um, you know, we're really speaking out for themselves and not in an angry way, but being articulate and confident that for a lot of people, that's very intimidating. And they just, they don't know how to handle it. So they're always quick to just label it. Oh, well, you're just angry. Oh, you just need to be patient. Oh, you just need to, no, I don't need to do none of that. Right, because if it was your male you know, counterpart, you wouldn't even be saying that. Yeah. Exactly. Like, because a woman is a strong businesswoman and she's savvy and she's skilled, then because somebody can't handle her shine and she gets labeled a bitch. Yeah. Um, I mean, but as far as y'all, they've been making y'all kind of stand alone. They take the man out the house. You know, and now, because y'all had to be that strong person, because I don't think any other nationality has had to be single out the way that y'all have been. Um, and y'all, y'all do get labeled that way. And some of y'all turn out that way because of the way society has um, pretty much done y'all. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? And messed up. Um and I agree. There is, there are some that are just the conditioned of the conditioned of the condition where you feel like, well, the only way where I can get my point across is to be loud. And you feel like sometimes that's the only avenue that you have. And I think now that that dynamic is totally shifting. Women are real. I don't, I don't need to be loud with my mouth. I can be loud with my money. Yeah, because I, I got all the jobs. in the moves that I make. You know, you you have to learn to adapt and adjust. So I don't have to be loud to get my point across because my intelligence speaks for that. So I can calmly, you know, and passionately hold a discussion. And I think that's another thing. People, a lot of people of other cultures confuse, confuses sometimes that our loudness is anger. No, it's passion. You know what I'm saying? When you're really passionate about a point or a topic or something that you're really into, then yeah, I'm going to be more animated about it. Yeah, my voice may rise, but there's a difference in my voice rising because of the passion that I feel about that topic than when I'm yelling and cussing somebody out. Total difference. It's different energy and it's coming from uh, when I fuss at you guys. I fuss at y'all. But I'm not angry. You y'all know the difference of when I'm angry or when I'm just fussing. Hmm, or at least true. I think y'all know the difference. Yeah, but I think and by that, that silence, I think y'all don't. I think that that's the <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> I think that that's the beauty of women, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all are more, you know what I'm saying, like and I always say you're probably a little bit more intellectual 
as far as how you come off, you know what I'm saying, in different situations. Because I've, I've seen where times where Sweets and I have said something that kind of sound like it was kind of off. But then when you say it, it kind of puts it into a a more, you know what I'm saying, it's more relatable probably because you're, you, 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 use, you use your words in a way that we probably don't. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's the beauty of, you know, um, educated black women. Thank you, Ness. That's so sweet. But then also, like, being an interpreter, you learn that um, men speak a different language. Like, we use the same yes. words, but the meanings That's true. totally different. So, like, case right. in point, when I'm interpreting at a job and, it's a, and I'm uh, interpreting for a deaf man, my word choice is different. Uh, compared to when I'm interpreting for That's a woman. True. So, like, if two guys are talking to each other and, like, let's say one guy is saying, hey, man, um, you need to, you know, improve your work performance or you're going to get fired. Well, a woman would come across like, well, you know, um, I've seen some things. There's some things that we need to change. And it's kind of important because your job may be, you know, in jeopardy. Compared to a guy, it's gonna be like, look, man, if you don't get your shit together, you gonna get fired. Right. If, if you if you don't get your shit together by the end of the day, you're out of here tomorrow. Exactly. And you got 15 minutes left before you clock out. Yeah. Damn. Forward, <laughs> forward, where women will will be more will be more flowery, for you know, lack of a better term. Yeah, but that's needed but though sometimes. That, what, I, think, I think that you know what I'm saying. That little flowery approach, as you as you put it, I think that that's needed sometimes, uh, because you know, uh, I know for me, like I have a problem with the way people talk to me, um, and which is odd probably because I guess I'm probably known for you know saying whatever, however I want to say it. But I have a problem with people saying the same shit back to me. You just got a problem. <laughs> you can dish it out, but you can't take it. That's what I heard. A problem, child. I, <laughs> but I mean, but everybody wants to be spoken to with with respect and with, you know, with a level of dignity. But, you know, Lauren Hill said it best. After all my philosophy and theory, I add a motherfucker. So you ignorant niggas hear me. Facts. Facts. And that was a dope so, line. That was a dope line by her. Yeah. One yeah. of the best. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you just have to know. Okay, now is the time for philosophy and theory, and now is the time for like, look, I nah. <laughs> true that, true that. Um, I I have a question. Um, going through like Facebook, you know, what I'm saying um rants and stuff like that. Uh, now we have Black Life Matters, and we have the group Black Life Matters, and it's been incorporated in sports as of late, you know what I'm saying, and you know saying people have their feelings about it. Um not sure that y'all saw it as far as like, you know, um Ness and Lanny. But uh Ness, you know, when Kansas City and um the Texans um came together and you know saying they was just like, hey, you know saying we're even though we're uh, opposing opposing teams we still together and whatnot. Together in unity, yeah. Okay, so to give y'all context. And they booed them. They, they booed them when they was on the field together, just holding hands. Yeah, I saw. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not. Okay. So, and, and you know, people are just relating. They're, they're putting a lot of stuff in one basket. 
you know, it, it's not about the group. It's just, we're just saying that us as African Americans or black Americans, however you want to say it, you know, we're together, but they want to put it to where we're supporting Black Lives Matters as a group. And, you know, as of late, a lot of things have been coming out about that particular entity, you know, saying uh, the stuff that they're pushing or they're being supported by this person or that person. How do y'all feel about people trying to put our lives, black lives, you know, saying with that particular group, you know, saying that, um, yeah, I, I, you know, saying as me personally, I get the concept of black lives matter. Of course, because I'm black. But if, or, or rather I could say, um, yeah, yeah. How, how do you kind of feel about people really bunching us in with the agenda that they're pushing rather than it's just about us trying to get better equality and getting things for us like, you know, saying um, social equality, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think as far as the NFL is concerned, I think Come a little closer. it's kind of two-sided. Uh, I think it's a little two-sided with the NFL. One, I think they're finally realizing the mistake that they made with uh, how they dealt with Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. And I think partially they're trying to make up for it. But on the other hand, they are trying to show solidarity that they all believe, or most of them believe, that what has been going on uh, with black lives is important and they're showing their support for it but I do believe some of it is trying to make up for the black black guy they got from the way they treated Kaepernick yeah yeah they, they kind of late to the party um, they late as fuck to the party yeah they, they, they are late to the party you know better so late than never though in, in a sense yeah I, I, I do want to see what they are going to do forward moving on um not just the uh as you call it the dog and pony show as most people would say like what are you really going to do how are you going to treat your play you know your players better now um because you know all before they were you know saying just like i think it was the owner for the tennessee titans um what was his quote last year we're not going to let let the prisoners run the prison, whatever, you know, saying something along those lines, something along yeah. those lines you know, and You're not going to get the prisoners the keys, something, something like that, he, you know, saying he said, um, but like, what, what are you really going to do? You know, people like Jerry Jones who like, you know, saying if my players don't stand, they're probably going to get cut or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because a lot of this stuff, it matters. Um, you got Candace Owens, you know, saying, saying to Braun, like, hey, I, I wish I had your problems. Not knowing, you know, saying, yeah, he's rich now, but what about before? You know, saying, you know, saying the things he might have went through as a teenager. Yeah, but also, you got to keep in mind that, yeah, these stars look, they, 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 they look good, you know what I'm saying? The idea of the money, but that's all you look at, that's all he's looking at is just the money aspect. Yeah, the money aspect, you know what I'm saying? But LeBron is constantly in the spotlight. You know what, what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and 
On that note, I want to big up LeBron because he's constantly in the spotlight and just same thing with Obama. He was in the spotlight, a heavy spotlight for eight years and not one controversy has come up about him yet. No, Thanks, no, no, he, he had one. If you want to say he had one. It was it was kind of kind of bullshit. LeBron or Barack? No, the, yeah, um, LeBron. I, I guess there was at some type of um, event and he got caught asking for some chick number after he got married. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, but even though, that, like I say, it's, it's kind of like some, it's some BS. But for the most part, yeah, he's... Um, yeah, go ahead, man. I should have bought two bottles. But this is what I want to say about that. Um, now, as far as them booing, as far as them booing, you know what I'm saying, after they had came out there after the, after the anthem, like, I think that was foul, and that shows you that it's not about... Like, cause they they want to make it seem like it's about the flag, and that had nothing to do with the flag. You know no, what I'm saying? Like, and I think that that's the foul part about it. Like, but it's good though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it lets you know, like, be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about the flag. It's about black people. Period. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that those are the type of incidents right there to let you know where people stand. And that's a very important thing that you want to know. Like, I don't care if somebody's racist. I can care less, but I do want to know where you stand at all times. Oh yeah. And that let them know where they stand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't say to me, I'm disrespecting the flag. Because this wasn't about the flag. This was about black people. This, this was black players and white players. And mixed players standing together, holding, you know, locked in on. Locked in on. Showing you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to boo that, then this is not about the flag. This is plain and simple about black people, period. That's it. That's that. There's no way you can go around that and try to make it seem like it's this and make it seem like it's that. No, it is what it is. We, we, you let it be known what it is. Right. Yeah. And I think also, like, um, I think the NFL, like, uh, I agree with my, uh, I agree with Land saying that the NFL is, is trying to backtrack and make up for, for past mistakes. Um, but I think they're going to do the bare minimum like if if you only set the standard so high, then they're gonna come to that standard. You know what I'm saying? So by them acknowledging to a certain extent that yeah, we messed up, so we gonna try to fix it, but we're not gonna do any anything extraordinary. We just gonna start with the bargain basement and then if y'all raise the bar, then we're gonna come up. You see what I'm saying? Right. So we, as as fans, and I mean we as in y'all as fans, because I'm not a real sports fan. I appreciate sports, don't get me wrong, but I don't sit there and watch it. Let me not front. But I think they're really seeing that the economic power of African Americans, and they're seeing how African Americans are using their celebrity to help bring more attention to these instances and it's getting in their face and it's like no you need to acknowledge this and not only just acknowledge it and saying yes we are wrong we made this mistake but now let's put some systems in place where we can eliminate the systemic racism that happens in sports we you know you guys have known it for years like there's plenty of black players how many coaches, how many head coaches, how many, um, you know, general managers, how many owners, you know, were 
finally starting to see um, a change in those numbers and not a big change, but a little change. So that door is opening. And I think this is a great opportunity that we can really push that envelope and say, no, it needs to, that door needs to swing open, not just be cracked a little bit. That's the rent you know, we're waiting on. So while I appreciate and applaud the players standing arm in arm as um, a representation of the unity, like all these grandiose outward gestures are, are great and I won't diminish them, but we'll really see where Black Lives Matter when those higher up positions change. When the treatment of, of um, African-American players compared to their counterparts change. You know what I'm saying? When Preach, that sister. culture Preach. starts to break down. No doubt. And see how that transfers over, not only in the sports world, but how it spills out into other areas. Yeah, black lives absolutely matter. And I think a lot of other cultures are finally getting the message. Like we're not anti anything. But right now, black lives houses are on fire. You know. Right, right. But there's still a lot of confusion with that. Well, I wanna say confusion or something. Come a little closer. No, yeah, yeah, there um there's some um a lot of confusion with that. Um well, I don't know I don't know if it's confusion, but I think you have some groups, it doesn't matter how you explain it to them, uh, how simple you make it, they are still going to see the Black Lives Movement as uh, being... Um, being anti-something. Anti-something, exactly. Instead of realizing like the, uh, the comparison with the house being on fire. Yeah, all houses are important, but since this one is on fire, this one is important right now. No doubt. But you're still going to get that group that is just going to refuse to see that. Yeah, I had a discussion with a guy in a, in a, on one of my one of my brother's page the other day where um, my, my, uh, I call him my brother because we've been, uh, his family and our family, we've been cool since we was like two years old. But uh, he um, had posted something about why do people get triggered by Black Lives Matter? And so he came on and he was like, all lives matter, bitch, or some shit like that. And I'm like, that sounds stupid. And he said, oh, no, what it was is, he was like, um, so if it's a cop, if you say blue lives matter, does his life still matter after he clocks out, right? So the guy was like, yeah, because he's still a cop. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that sounds stupid. First off, nobody's born blue, first and foremost. Secondly, um, to say all lives matter sounds stupid. Like, if you if you're sitting on the side of the pool with your son, but your but your other son is in the pool drowning, do you grab your son that's on the side of the pool chilling with you and jump in the pool to save your other son, or do you just jump in the pool and save your son that's drowning? Exactly. Because that's what it boils down to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. All lives matter. That's a fact. But unfortunately, at this particular time, it's the son in the pool that's the problem. I mean, it's having a problem. And we're the ones in the pool right now. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally that. And I think what it also does is um, it speaks to the, the fragility of other cultures, specifically the dominant culture in our society. I'll just say it. White people, 
not all, because <laughs> I don't want to speak in absolutes, but a lot of them that are not truly ready to accept um, the fact that you have benefited. No, you know, because people, they get very defensive and they're like, well, I didn't have slaves and I don't think my family owns slaves. And it's like, duh, we know that. We're, it's, that's not the point that we're making. Like, they'll say such superficial things to try to absolve them. And it's like, no, we're not trying to blame you. Get that right. But you can play a part in helping us in our movement in recognizing when you see us systemic racism, you see something, say something. Like if you're in, you know, if you're with your white friends and one of your white friends starts to make, you know, a, a derogatory statement towards anybody, but especially black people, check them on that shit. Say, yo, man, that's not cool. You know, that's that's not appropriate. I don't get down like that. You you see what I'm saying? It's those type of things. When you see somebody in the workplace trying to be like, oh, well, this Boonshikwa application, and you know, it don't matter that she has a 4.0 since high school all the way to her master's degree, but you see her name is Boonshikwa, and now you want to just throw her resume in the trash. No, call them out. No. Boonshikwa is qualified, and I guess if she get the job, we just gonna have to, you know, learn to pronounce Boonshikwa. Mm -hmm. You know, facts. That's that's where white people can step in. That we're not asking you to give up anything or any, but use your position to empower and to educate. And I think what is happening is, is it's challenging them on some of their issues that maybe they might not say directly, but maybe they thought that that joke was funny. They, they, were, they, they didn't have the courage to say it, but they was like, damn, that shit is kind of funny. No, that shit is not funny because that's at the expense of somebody else. And so to be directly confronted with that, some people don't know how to deal with that. Right. And some people are like, well, Okay, yeah, you made me realize that, you know, some of that shit was wrong. And just assuming that, you know, you can just appropriate our culture and and not understand where it's coming from. No. So it's challenging their thinking and their perspective as well. And some of them are not as comfortable as others. So that's their feet. That's their blowback. Well, saying, well, everyone is important. I don't see color. No, it's okay to see color. I want you to see my color because that's who I am. I can't erase my color. I think that you, know? I think that you and I'm proud of my color. What I don't want you to do, and I'm on a rant, sorry. Okay. Um, no, we were, we were waiting on it. It's like, it. yeah, go ahead. I don't want you to label me for it. I don't want you to assume because my name isn't traditional because my mama wanted to be unique and 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 put some other and not follow the traditional rules of English to give me a name that doesn't connect with the European standards that you look down on me and think that I'm less educated because I had a name Bushikwa or I have, you know, and we do it too. Let's not front and I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I don't, I don't talk a whole lot of mess, but it caused me to step up my game because I was like, well, damn, I'm playing the game and I'm falling into the condition of the condition too. So let me let me change my jokes. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I'm 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 playing into the foolishness too. 
So it's going to do two things, I think. I think it's going to really make some black people that claim they woke step up your woke game. Don't sit up here and talk shit about, you know, the names that we pick for our children because their parents wanted them to be different and they took a spin on the English language. If that child is just as educated as just as smart and just as capable, and it's going to make white people realize too that you need to step outside of your comfort zone and challenge the norms. When you see other people doing wrong, step up. Step the fuck up and say something. That's when you show when black lives really matter. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. That's my rant. I'm done for the moment. You sure? You good? You got all off your chest? Yeah, kind of, sort of, maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, one thing I did want to um, say there's what 32 NFL teams yeah I think this year we actually have 10 starting black quarterbacks I, yeah, I think a that's a, a record you know saying uh, a plateau that we we haven't reached yet how many black owners do we have none because there's probably the NFL is probably about 60 70 percent black anyway so yeah I don't think we have any black owners I think um Shere Khan is uh Middle Eastern, he he might come to the closest. Um, I, I know that we have like owner groups, so I don't know if we have some minority owners that might be black. Um, I'm not sure about that. Um, and I don't know how many black head coaches we have this year. I think last year we had the most. Uh, yeah. But I, I think, and, and that's something we can, we, you know, say on the next episode, we can say, hey, we got this this amount for this, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I know for sure we have 10 black starting quarterbacks. And, and that's awesome. And it is awesome. Um, and I think we have, like, some quarterbacks on some strong teams. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so we'll, we'll see where this, where this go at. Um, I, I know we have a problem with, Blacks getting jobs as you know, saying coordinators, defense or offense, uh-huh. um, because if you're a coordinator, then your ascension actually goes to a, a head coaching job because now you're building a resume. So we'll, we'll see. Um, we had that problem also in the NBA, like where um, Steve Nash. And I don't have any problem with Steve Nash. Don't get no, me wrong. Yeah, and I was going to say something about that too. But go ahead though. But there's a lot of coaches also that, you know what I'm saying, could be a good job who have had coaching experience. Yeah, um, um, they get that job right. They could have had that job. We got Patrick Ewing, who's been an assistant forever. Yeah, but I mean, but he he's, I, I think he's at where he should be at, at Georgetown. Um, yeah, but he was trying to get, I mean, ultimately. Yeah. I'm sure he wants to be in the uh, uh, NBA. NBA. Yeah. You know, we got Mark Jackson. Who did a phenomenal job? He in did. Golden State, and yeah. The reason why Golden State is where they are, or where they were. Or the, yeah, how you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, not Benny Johnson. What was the dude name for San Antonio? The the point guard. That was Benny Johnson. Right? Is that no no no? I, th- I thought no. Benny Johnson. Um, he played for Detroit. Okay, you talking about uh, Avery Johnson? That's his name. Avery, Avery Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Avery, Avery Johnson. Johnson. He hasn't had a coaching job. So I don't know if he doesn't want to coach anymore, and that that could be something too. But he he did a good job when he was with um, either San Antonio or Dallas. Um, and he came right he came right out of the league and was coaching. I mean, but yeah, but there's a difference between somebody not wanting to move up being locked out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think like now with a 
the the number of of African Americans that are millionaires and and approaching a billionaires. Okay, how about this? Start your own fucking team. We got enough people. We've got mm-hmm. enough millionaires in the African American community. We've got enough soon to be billionaires in the African American community to say, hey, and there's enough, and not like there's enough talent. How many people, you know, aspire to get into those higher levels of of NBA and NFL that don't make it? I mean, there's enough people out there with raw talent that we could create our own teams. Yeah, I mean, but that, that's what Ice Cube did. Yeah, we could probably create our own league. There's enough of us. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you know, saying create no less. Um, yeah, Ice Cube got the big three. Yeah, and that's so, really that's a really really dope league. I actually love. Yeah, that. yeah, love me that. too. Yeah. Um, so now we we should create our own. Um, and hopefully more um, black athletes will definitely go to these um, HBCUs because ultimately, ultimately. That's why this college was started, you know, saying to give us a chance, um, so we can definitely, you know, say have a higher learning education. Also, you know, saying sport wise. So, but you know, saying because of that, you know, they um, these um, mainstream colleges, they was like, we need to go after the af- those athletes because if they really, really start just going to black schools, we couldn't compete. So. Hopefully, you know, saying the, the the tide will change with that, and yeah. But listen, I yeah, got a question. I think we're in a new, we're in a very unique position right now. Like more, there are more black people with money and influence and opportunity than there has been in in previous years. And I think now this is when African Americans need to come together and really develop. Uh, those think tanks where people are getting together and strategizing. We ain't got to announce every move that we do. Case in point, a group of 100 black families just bought land in Toomsboro, Georgia. Toomsboro, Georgia been on the market for a good minute. Right. You know, and they just bought a whole lot of land. I think like 96 acres. Don't Something quote me like on that. that. Help yeah. me out. I think it was like 90, 90 acres, but still, that, that's a lot just to have a safe haven. But when they do stuff like that, let's hope that we don't have um, Tulsa, Oklahoma happen again or Philadelphia. I, I don't think 2020, I think they're they not that stupid. They're not that right. stupid. Well, they're we, not, they're not going to attack it directly like that. They're going to attack it in other ways. Yeah, I know. Like, just resources to, to help cities grow. You know, so stuff right. like that. You know, saying once once they know where these things need to go, like yeah, we don't go there. So we need. But that's where that power of that vote comes in. It does. If yeah. you own that much land in Toomsboro, Georgia, if that many black people are coming to that town, now you have voting power. So when you try to run that game of municipality, then now black people can come out and vote in those those local elections. Because you know they vote for the dog catcher, they vote for the coroner, they vote for the um, the yeah. the aldermans, they vote for the districts, sheriff. Thank you. Yeah, sheriff. city council, all that stuff. So city council, all yeah. of that. And it was ninety-seven so acres. Ninety-seven. Okay. Nineteen families came together to, to to buy ninety-seven acres. Exactly. So with 90, 97 families, not ninety-seven people, ninety-seven. 
families. So let's just say, you know, on the average, those families are mother, father, three children. Right. So you have potentially five voters, depending on the age of the children, because we know you got to be 18 to vote. You have potentially at least four to five at least two to five voters each household in that family. That's not including auntie, uncle, grandma, Mima, Pookie, man, man, all of them. You know, so if every one of those families, if all of those people that are voting age vote in those local elections in Tunisia, <laughs> shit, shut it the fuck down. You see what I'm saying? then it can be a safe haven. Would I love to visit there? Absolutely. Would buy property there? Absolutely. But to be I honest, I love the multiculturalness that is Atlanta. Like, I love going to the store and listening and hearing four and five different languages of people being so comfortable to speak in their first language and communicate with each other. That shows and really represents the America that we are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Bilingualism should not be um, only afforded to the certain people that can go study abroad. There are so many immigrants here that are multilingual, trilingual, you know. That's because a lot of them places, a lot of them places, they teach like English, like you have to learn English. And I think that's something about us um, as Americans. Like, I think that it should be to where you have to be bilingual. Right. You do. Nah, facts. Especially with, especially with, the, uh, I mean, you know, all the Hispanics around here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that should be, I mean, even though, yeah, this is American, you should speak English. Yeah, 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 I get But I think that we as a people should want to, 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 to broaden our horizon in that area. Right, but as Americans, we are arrogant. We, we tend to think that our language is the only language. And that the How world revolves Americans around us. You know, go over to another country and don't bother to learn anything about their language, just even the basics. Right, right. That they assume everybody speaks English. Right, right. And and they probably do because that's something that's taught but that was something that like I wanted to learn Spanish for that because I've always wanted to go to Mexico you know what I'm saying on like a, on a trip you know what I'm saying or Dominican Republic and so I've always wanted to learn Spanish for that reason and my wife always laughed at me like if I say something like and like we'll go to a Mexican restaurant and I'll start ordering my food in Spanish she'll be like look at you trying to stun on these folks I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they can speak English, you know what I'm saying? Like, we should be able to learn to speak Spanish. Y'all want to go to, y'all want to go get y'all's hair done or y'all's nails done at the Oriental shops? Y'all should learn English. I mean, learn, you know what I'm saying? Oriental, Chinese. Oriental, because you don't know what they're saying. No. You want to know. People want to get, you know, these tribal tattoos on their arms. Learn what the hell that is. You know what I'm saying? You can get some wild (laughs) shit on your arm. And don't even know. And that's happened. Yeah. No, all the time. It's like that commercial where this uh, teenager gets uh, uh, a tattoo on her forearm and her mother asks her, you know, what does it mean? And she's like, well, mom, you know I don't speak Chinese. Why did it then? Why would you have something like that permanently marked on your body and you have no idea what the hell it means? Yeah. 
But, um, I mean, that's the epitome of stupid. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, Americans, we as an Americans uh, tend to be very arrogant and think that, you know, everything revolves around us. That's probably why, you know, a lot of European countries or not just European countries don't really like Americans very much. But mm-hmm. we've been conditioned at a condition that a condition <laughs> in the sense that, I mean, it's real. Yeah. How many times have we have been pushed like, you know, everyone has their, their patrioticness. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying uh, being patriotic is wrong. But when you're so patriotic that you are blind to your shortcomings, then that's, that's hubris, you know, and you're setting yourself up for failure. If, if we're truly a melting pot, then yes, English is our language, but it shouldn't be, you know, looked down on because somebody speaks English and Spanish, English and Chinese, right. you know, and look at like, you're an American, you need to speak American. No, that's bullshit. Right. You know, you can't, you can't sit up here and glorify, you know, that um, I am, you know, Polish American or, you know, Greek American. But you or, don't know any Greek whatever American, but then because I'm African American or Spanish American or Japanese American or Chinese American, then now I'm looked down upon because I speak two languages. Mm. Like that's, that's not cool. Mm. You know, but I think this is, all of this is causing, it's forcing America to look at themselves and see themselves for who they really are. Because I think black people are really speaking out and saying, hey, I love this country enough to criticize it when it's wrong because I want to make it better. You know, you don't chastise your children because you just want to fuck with them. You chastise them because you want to make them better. Well, sometimes I do chastise them because I want to fuck with them. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, you know, I ain't going to act like I ain't never fucked with a kid. But, But in those real teachable moments, you want your child to learn. Right. You want your child to be better. The same thing with this country. I want this country to be better. And the only way it's going to be better is if I call you out on your bullshit. Right. Right. Because when you really Respect love it. something and you care about something, you call it out on this bullshit. When you know it's a motherfucker that you don't care about acting the ass, you be like, I don't want that shit. Let him act the dumb. Because you don't give a fuck about him. Right. True. Right. We love this country enough to say, hey, one, we're, we're not going back to Africa, not that we don't have a connection there, but why should I be forced to leave when you the one that drugged me here in the first place? And you're not from here neither. No. Exactly. No. No. Yeah. be honest. Exactly. How about you want me to go well, back to where I came from? Right. Right. So when all y'all motherfuckers gonna uh-huh. go, how about that? Right, right, right. But um, listen, I got, I got a little cigar question for y'all. Right. Have y'all ever, have y'all ever been around somebody who smoked a, smoked a cigar and his aroma was so nice that you was like, I got to get one of those. What the fuck is that? Yeah, plenty of times. Well, remember when we, when yeah. we went up to Atlanta that one yeah, time yeah. and you were smoking that uh, underground. Yeah, I was underground. like, man, what the hell is that? Yeah. And you told me like, yep, got to get one. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a couple of times. Oh, know. yeah. Uh, the uh, the upsetters, the Zola. Was it the Zola we were smoking yeah. that one time? Yeah. You know, I Everything still have a smoke one yet. Everything by upsetters just smell amazing. It does. Yeah. It does. 
Uh, we we have not um, smoked that on here yet, just to give you know saying um, sort of grade that you know saying that that particular smoke. So we all have one, and that's what you have to get here because we still have a cigar that we've got to smoke together that I got from somebody that he's waiting for us to preview his shit on here so that we can you know give him a give him a live take on it. We're going to interview him when he comes also. Okay, well, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there um, during my fall break. Definitely once I make sure my sister gets on the plane home. And I will be there probably that weekend. So, yeah, because I got to get back down there anyway because I have stuff I have to do and all of that good thing. So, yeah, definitely. Well, you got to stay longer than the weekend because that particular weekend I'll be working. So, okay, well, so hopefully you stay I work from tonight. home now, so I can totally, I can totally stay. Let me make sure it's cool with, you know, my people's peoples that I crash with. Yeah. <laughs> we crash with. Well, if I don't, I'll be sleeping on one of y'all couches. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you ain't got to sleep uh, on the couch. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to move over with you and Bree. I'm going to be like, I mean, because, I mean, because when I come there, I have no intentions on sleeping on the couch. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you got the beanbag. You got the beanbag. No, 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 no. I smelled that beanbag last time, and I know what y'all did on that. So, yeah, that's a no. That's well, a no. You yeah, wanted enough. to lick the beanbag. Did nobody make you? And I did until you told me whose ass was on it. So then I'm like, oh, no, because I. <laughs> it, it tastes like vanilla, didn't it? <laughs> Y'all, um, oh my gosh, are we are we to the last third? Are we are we at the end? Where are we? Man, sweets is done, done. Yeah, I mean, my my last third was really good. I was like two fingering it. Um, like I say, it was it was a good stick all the way to the end. You know, what I'm saying I, I wish it, I wish that uh, Aladina was um, five by fifty instead of the four and a half by forty eight. Um, they definitely get a good a good grade. I would recommend that stick <clears throat> to a newcomer or somebody who's been smoking um, regularly. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Aladdin did a very good job. What about you, Nessa? Oh, man, I'm like officially done. Y'all will be proud of me because so y'all so usually you, complain that I don't smoke all my cigar right. and everything. Now, so, you picked a cigar that you wanted to put in the wet paper bag corner to finish y'all all the way to the end. Because man, I hadn't smoked in a minute, and I just needed like to like relieve some tension and some pressure. So, no doubt. Hey, is so Mr. Nice. Wilson is here? Oh, okay. Tell him to get in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't never seen oh, it. Yeah. Don't be shy now. <laughs> come on, come hey, on. Hey, she can't stop you from showing your face we now. Always, we always just see your shoulder. Come yeah, on. and we still seeing the shoulder. Yeah, what the he, hell? look at him. We're gonna hide behind him. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What's up? What's up? What's up? Finally. Okay. What's up, dude? Look at my man. Look at Forrest Whitaker in the background. What's going on with you, my man? Stupid. <laughs> 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 nah, nah. He don't. He don't look like Forrest Whitaker. He's no. a handsome. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you what's good. Your, what's your name? James. James? Okay, James. James. Oh, now oh, we know. Now, yeah. now like, we know. Oh, <laughs> she, wanted him not, she ain't wanted to say it. She's telling him the eye, like, no, don't damn, say it. Don't say it. Damn, oh, it's out there damn, now. James. It's out there now. Oh, yeah. No, stupid. <laughs> I'm, I know I'm going to get clowned for like the next four episodes. Oh, wait yeah. for it. Wait for yeah. it. Yeah. You know, um, they watching the game tonight, man. 
Uh, nah, I probably we we'll probably catch the highlights on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, who, who won between the Giants like and the um, Steelers? Because he's a Cowboys fan. Oh, okay. Now, oh, I know he. I know he, he disappointed. Got a plus in my book. He got a plus in my book right there, just because of that. He don't mind. He got a minus. Nah, he got a plus in my uh, book. Uh, Sweets is is uh, what the vaginas? The vaginas. Damn, really? Yeah, he with the vaginas. You don't even, even watch the football like the that. Yeah, you want to talk? The vaginas. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take credit for the vaginas. Um, uh, yeah, you, you, you still want to say it's the Giants. But it's the vaginas. It's the Giants. Vaginas. But um, I can't take full credit for that one. I, I stole that one from Ness. Uh, I can't even run. I just wanted to talk shit because whatever. Stop talking. So what's the topic tonight? What y'all talking about tonight? A little bit about everything, man. Um, we we talked about um, you know, saying the way that Kansas City did. Did their unity and um, they got booed. Uh, and I say one one thing that you know, saying Vanessa didn't break, you know, saying bring up what you know, saying about uh, women actually getting the right to vote. Um, what's we talked about? Oh, we we talked about rolling your own cigars. You know, saying and actually appreciating um, people to actually roll it for you and the skill and quality that it takes to actually perform that. You know, saying type of thing. So your own kit we're all gonna get one and we're gonna actually video it and do a live episode of us like rolling our own cigars like the three of us isn't that difficult nah well we're gonna yeah. find out yeah. I mean, yeah. how difficult it is. <laughs> <laughs> we might not learn we're gonna learn you're gonna learn a day but see laney says she's good with her hands and we're gonna find out when i come yeah. there but um <laughs> <laughs> well, <Jesus. laughs> but um, we all gonna learn something real soon, yeah, y'all. Yeah. Hey, Lenny's gonna be our toss the door. Yeah. But no, I got a little, I got a little piece of information for y'all that y'all would want to know about rolling your own cigar. What's that? If somebody, if somebody ever ever gives you a cigar that they just rolled, it's your best bet to smoke it right then because. If you don't smoke it within 24 hours, then it starts emitting an pneumonia. And if and once if you don't smoke it within the first 24 hours, then you want to let it sit for a couple of months. Yeah. Oh, so you want to let that ammonia smell dissipate? Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you don't you don't want to smell that, you know, for real. Um, that would not be pleasant. Ammonia smells like cat pee to me. So yeah, that would not. But be see, good. yeah. And see, a lot of times, you know, saying because they have to wear masks when they go in these um, uh, I, I don't want to call them drying houses, but when they let the the tobacco hang, it's a very, very strong disoriented aroma smell that comes from these leaves. So they let that get out, and you know, what I'm saying, and then they start rolling the stuff. Um, so if you actually get that type of smell while you're smoking. I would mm-hmm. put that bad boy out and smoke something else and let that bad boy dry just a little bit. Ah, uh, so if it's if you're smelling uh, like that ammonia smell, then it's like it's, it's, it's young. Not it's not ready. No, it's not it's ready. very young. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very young. But, uh, let's. So that, no, go ahead. I was gonna say that's when it comes to the point. As I cut you off, because that's what I do. Um, that's where like aging your cigars are important to allow mm. them to sit and age and. So those those better notes, those flavors can come through. Am I correct? Correct. Right, right. But hey, listen, I just made an observation. What? Oh, jeez. 
I see that when James came through, he just kind of walked in. Like, didn't nobody go and open a door or nothing for him, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, did he use a key? You know what I mean? Like, you know what? That's none of my business. Never mind. And because who knows? Who knows? To clear that up, I'm the one that shut the door, but I did not lock it. So anybody could have walked in. How often yeah. does that off? How often? How often does that happen? I'm just trying to figure out something for when I come down in. Okay, so all <laughs> up in my bi, we were texting back and forth, and I told him to come on by, and I made sure the door was open. Word. Hey, Laney, hey, text me real quick. Nine one two seven 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 nine three eleven. Hit me up. You know what I mean? So we can text back and forth. You know what I'm saying? And I can just walk through the door. You know what I mean? Like, like what you sleeping in? You know what I mean? Like. I, don't get into this black man. <laughs> Y'all stupid. Um, Y'all ready to do shout outs? Let's. All right. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm cool. Actually, um, I have something. Uh, I'm going to give shout outs to the uh, first responders of 9-11. Um, a lot of them gave their lives to protect their city. Um, a lot of them end up suffering long-term, um, what I want to say. Anyway, a lot of them end up suffering long-term because of that, not thinking about at, that at the time, you know what I'm saying? They was just on their job. Um, you know, and, and one thing I do want to say is, you know, uh, if it wasn't last year, it was the year before last, you know what I'm saying? They was trying to cut that funding for them. Knowing that that type of destruction was going to cause some land, uh, lasting effects, a lot of them end up with cancer and stuff like that. So, um, and as you see, as time goes on, that a lot of them are passing away from different things from that um, that tragic event. So, you know, what I'm saying uh, I definitely give big ups to all the first responders from 9/11. Um, you know, say may God bless you. Thank you for your service. And yeah, you know, saying that, that that's about it. What about you, Ness? Shout out. Um, I want to shout y'all out. Um, Sweets, Nessa, yeah, Laney, yeah. and uh, James, and James. <laughs> it won't be Mister Wilson no more. It's yeah, James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely want to give y'all a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, y'all make Nessa. You make the show what it is. You know what I'm saying? And definitely appreciate you. Um. Yeah. Also, yeah, do what you do. Also, I want to shout out again um, my partner's podcast. If y'all get a chance, check it out. Uh, it's called um, PoorMan'sPoetry.com podcast. He basically, uh, what they do on there is they kind of break down uh, hip-hop lyrics or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? And just talk about, you know, topics going on. But they break down hip-hop lyrics, you know, and try to you know, um, give their take on what they were saying on those legs and a pretty dope podcast. So shout out to my guy Cutter and his partner Dennis. Shout out to y'all. Shout out. What's up? Um, I'm with you to kind of piggyback on uh, Sweet. Def- definitely shout out to um, first responders, to, to families um, that lost loved ones in 9-11. Um, our hearts go out to you because, yeah, there's nothing like losing a loved one. There's, no, you know, somebody that's close to you that died prematurely, that died unexpectedly. That That is um, something hard 
to deal with. And I think we sometimes forget and get a little callous, you know, about the long, like Sweet said, the long-term effects. So uh, shouts out for all of those, for first responders, for families, for anybody that lost a loved one um, during 9-11. Also, since I, I was remiss and did not recognize remember that it was a uh, women's right to vote shout out to every woman that has ever fought for the right to vote for women and basically the right to vote for all people because everyone that lives in this country that works in this country that pays taxes in this country has a right to vote and should vote not only locally but on a national level. And that is how we're going to make change. It's the it's the local elections. So vote for your dog catcher, vote for your coroner, vote for your sheriff, All of vote that. board, vote for, the, you know, everybody. You know, and um, shout out to you guys. I don't shout you guys out enough. Y'all shout out to me, and I, I so love it. You know I'm a woman. I just absorb attention. But you guys, because y'all brought me in. You know what I'm saying? And um, I so appreciate that because I love doing the show with you guys. You guys was, are hilarious. It was kind of like a game. You kind of got like... We flipped the coin. You kind of like got, you kind of got jump in, sort of, kind of. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like on um, Drinking Juice while in the Hood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. jumped in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Lainey, you should come on and you be our fourth host also. <laughs> Give us some balance, sort of. Well, I got another woman's episode, so you know I was thinking it's going to be uh, my sister's. I was thinking about doing a My Sister's episode. Oh, that would I be, love okay. It. Yeah, I like the title, dope. My Sister's. That'd be dope. Sister, yeah. That'd be dope. Because, you know, I'm the youngest, and um, I know, like, they're three and four years older than me, so, like, there was a big part of no. my life when I just wanted nothing to do with my sisters because I wanted to be me. But in that, you know, my sisters have really had a lot of influence in, in the woman that I am today. And I love my sisters. Like, yay. So, so do I. I do. So I know. Do I. I don't know. I don't miss you often. I don't. But when I do. So I know that. I know that. There's not a time in my life right now when I want to be without your sister either. <laughs> See, only he could take a, 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 a right. moment and turn it down. I'm just trying to let my heart out right now. Y'all feel like y'all not accepting it, man. I feel like I'm being judged. Hey, hey, Lanny, hey, hey. but you're getting a lot of side eye. How about that? Yeah, hey, hey, Lanny, show, show us your fingers. I'm going to see them later. Show the Don't hands. Worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do a lot of dancing to the nails. She ain't got a roll nothing. She just got a whole son. Show him you're a real boy. Oh yeah, yeah. Pinocchio will be in the building. Okay. I'm pretty sure she's a Michigan because them damn claws from the Wolverine, but I tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And on that note. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a troglodyte. He is he's a Ohio nut. Uh what's up? A buckeye seed? It's a nut. It's yeah. a, uh, speaking of nuts. 
<laughs> you should, yeah, you, you just step all into that one. It's a nut that did not finish the race. How about that? Hey, sometimes you ain't got to finish, you know. It's being there, you know what I <laughs> mean? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, uh, we're going to smoke something. We're going to drink a lot. And we're going to always say whatever is on our minds. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening, everybody. Peace and blessings. Stay safe.